Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my Disneyland trips or from my podcast studio. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits and a special end-of-the-year gift. Thanks to e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano, C-Ticket patrons Series Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Monica Seats Vega, and Scott Cagle, B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family, and special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fiches de Lectores. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the horse drawn streetcar filled with guests. On the top of the vehicle, there's a sign that reads, Fair 10 cents. On the left, you can see City Hall, and on the right side of the postcard, you can see the Emporium. On the back, it reads, The Main Street Trolley. Dobbin stands patiently while the conductor of the Main Street Trolley counts his fares before heading to the plaza at the other end of Disneyland's Main Street. It's postmarked March 12, 1958, with a Torrance cancel and a two-cent red Thomas Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Monday, March 10th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. The weather was a high of 16, a low of 39. Park attendance that day was 2,957. It's addressed to a Clarence Myers of Egan, Illinois. It reads, Got here to L.A. Tuesday noon. We'll leave in a day or two. Going fine. Lots to see. Even snow in the desert. Ed. Ed was at the park the year the candle shop on Main Street made its debut. Inside the Crystal Arcade and next to the glass shop, see episode 103 of this podcast, the candle store sold a variety of real wax candles. Some of the guidebooks and maps have photos of the shop and the candles dangling by their wicks from the ceiling. The shop sold standard candlesticks in multiple colors, decorative carved candles, and shaped candles. The shaped candles would vary through the year, including fruit-shaped candles, hamburger-shaped candles, pumpkin-shaped candles, and turkey-shaped candles. I wonder if the turkey-shaped candles smelled like Thanksgiving. The shop shifted in size through the years, as a glass shop moved out and the storybook shop moved in. The last Disneyland map that I have that lists the candle shop is the 1985 map. The 1986 map lists the candle shop location as the new home of Plush Corner. I chose this postcard for a second reason. I was recently on Geek's Corner, episode 1151. You can watch the episode on YouTube by searching Geek's Corner or Daft's Magic or Sent from Disneyland and talked about postcards that have little to no address information. This postcard has a first and last name, a town name, and three letters that look like the abbreviation for Illinois, I-L-L. I looked at a map, and Egan, Illinois, currently has a handful of houses, and I assume 60 years ago might have had even fewer homes. I'm sure the postal worker knew all the residents in the area, or the nearest post office could recognize a name and knew which P.O. box was the right one. I had everything ready. My vintage stamps from Enfield Post. I had my glue stick ready to use. The only thing I ran out of was time to glue the stamps to my postcards. 
I was able to use some of the Disney stamps I purchased from Enfield Post and will have to save the others for my next trip. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Goofy leaning against a lamp in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Written in the top left of the postcard in yellow letters is Goofy, and on the bottom right in red letters is About Disneyland. On the back it reads, Goofy in Disneyland. Where to start his tour of Disneyland's many adventures is a problem confronting Goofy as he pauses in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. It's postmarked July 24, 1972, with a North Palm Springs cancel and a 9-cent red Delta Wing Plane U.S. Airmail postage stamp, Scott number C-77. I assume they visited the park on Saturday, July 22nd, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 59. It's addressed to Master Tommy Eshelman of Columbus, Ohio. It reads, 72372 Dear Tommy, Visited this fantastic place yesterday and had the time of our lives, plus tired feet. On our way back now, Mickey Mouse is coming with us and wants to be with you. Love, Grandma and Grandpa Mara. Another illuminating shop on Main Street opened the year Grandma and Grandpa Mara walked into the park. The Hurricane Lamp Shop was located on Main Street and replaced part of the Upjohn Pharmacy. The Hurricane Lamp Shop sold a diverse selection of kerosene lamps. Hurricane lamps, also known as barn lamps, were invented in the mid-1800s. The basic structure of the lamp is a base that holds a kerosene or other safe flammable liquid, a steel, brass, or copper collar and burner, and a glass chimney. The collar and burner hold the wick and allow for the flame's brightness to be adjusted and can turn off the flame by closing off the fuel supply while the user blows out the flame. The name Hurricane Lamp came from the design of the chimney with a round base that tapers to a small cylinder. This design allowed for airflow but kept the flame safe from sudden drafts. Hurricane lamps can be dangerous if the flame reaches the oil reservoir, or if the glass chimney gets hot to the touch or too hot and breaks. I recently purchased a Disneyland Hurricane Lamp from a sale on Instagram. It's the size of a postcard with a ceramic base with a green and orange stripe around the middle and a green finger grip. On the bottom, there is a Made in Japan sticker with the interlocking D logo of the Disneyland script and the block letter D seen on Walt Disney World merchandise in the 70s. I'll put photos on my Instagram story and include it with my regular posts. The Hurricane Lamp Shop was extinguished in 1967 to make room for the first version of the Disneyana Shop. I also wanted to comment on the way Grandma and Grandpa Mara addressed this postcard. The term master before Tommy's name is etiquette from Amy Vanderbilt's complete book of etiquette. It states that the title master is used for a boy under the age of 12. After that, he's addressed simply by his first and last name until 18 when Mr. is assigned as his title. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. While I'm writing this episode, I'm watching a special Saturday ATD with Jim, showing the latest set of postcards he made from his photos from travel and exploration of graffiti. I was also able to catch some of the daytime ATD that's hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Art Throwdown 2020 on Instagram. 
The front of my incoming postcard has the Dow Villa Motel in Lone Pine, California, at night. On the back it reads, Dow Villa Motel. The Dow Villa Motel in Lone Pine, California is set in the heart of the beautiful Eastern High Sierra. This AAA three-diamond rated motel features rooms with LG LCD TVs, DVD players, microwaves, coffee makers, refrigerators, and some have whirlpool tubs. We also have a 24-hour spa and seasonal pool. It's postmarked September 13th with a Santa Clarita Thinking of You cancel and sent with a Staghorn Coral Forever postcard postage stamp, Scott number 5366. It reads, Hi, we're staying in the historic building of the Dow. It's awesome. Hi, wish you were here. If you've ever got the inclination to head to Lone Pine on the old 395, I say do it. Mike and Monica. Thank you so much for the postcard. I did some research on the motel, and when I do make it there, I hope to stay in the same room that Pat Buttram stayed in. Pat was a voice actor for Disney in Robin Hood as the Sheriff of Nottingham, Fox and the Hound as Chief, and he even had a cameo as one of the bullets in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Sure, some other celebrities have stayed in the motel, like John Wayne, Roy Rogers, and Errol Flynn, but I can't think of a week that goes by that I don't quote, Run for fun! Which is one of Pat's lines from Back to the Future 3. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Run for fun? What the hell kind of fun is that? <laughs>